Greetings. How are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of You come all. get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey. you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Monday, September 8th, 2008, and this is episode 79. I am Aprilian, your host, and with me is my co host, Asheo. Good morning, Aprilian. Good morning, Asheo. And it's hard Happy to festival time. <laughs> Wow, who knew? Who knew? Snuck up on us. Yes. We didn't even, uh, we went outside Ogremore and bam, there it was again. Yep. So you saw it first. What did you see? Um, there's a NPC outside Ogremore and uh, for, the, for the alliance outside Ironforge, and it's, it's the big um, uh, honouring the ancestors you can get. Harvest nectar and uh, the food buff. What is it? Um, uh, some something else. Harvest something else. Harvest fruit. So there's, there's uh, free food and drink for everybody outside Orgrimmar and Ironforge. And it's just the I haven't looked into it, but it looks like it's just the the same one quest that you do, um, heading out and uh, honouring the. The monument that's in uh, Ashenvale for the Horde and uh, Western Plaguelands for the Alliance. But the one thing I did notice that uh, the NPC that gives you the quest uh, sells fireworks. I'm not sure if they, he sold fireworks previously, but uh, one of the fireworks for sure. I'm I'm, I'm quite positive that they're new. It's a midsummer ground flower, and it's it's got a really cool animation. Um, it's it's it actually buzzes around on the ground, kind of like a little puck that buzzes back and forth and throws out sparks everywhere and it, it does that for a few seconds and it bursts up into the air and explodes. It's a, it's really quite a cool firework. Oh, neat. There's lots of people uh, using those around. Oh, cool. I, I uh, did some raiding in um, Tempest Keep earlier tonight and, <laughs> yes, fireworks going off aplenty. <laughs> It's nice the way uh, Blizzard keeps us entertained. Yep. <laughs> it's it's good that it's not just a static game. And you know, it. I had a thought today about, um, well, you know, it's three for a friend, and we're all running around doing um, things on our on with pairs of our new um, characters that we've done before. And it made me think about stuff that we've done in previous games. I don't know uh, what other people have been have done on previous games, but I know that I've played other games over and over and over again. Uh, for instance, I've played uh, Doom lots of times to see, you know, if I could do something faster. I played Marathon. Gosh, I've gone through that game so many times. And um, Quake. And uh, so I was thinking about this when I was doing my diff my my pairs, 
and you know, remarking the similarities, except that with this, it's so much more dynamic and so much more um, entertaining. I'm really enjoying... Or different things every time, don't you? Yes, and of course it's a whole different combination because I'm doing um, different skills, I'm doing um, different uh, characters. Even, even doing a warlock on an undead, <laughs> it's so much different from doing a warlock on a blood elf. You know, I mean, I love my blood elves, but the undead and, you know, being able to um, cannibalize <laughs> is just such they a They look thing. more like warlocks, don't they? It's kind of yeah. Like long to be like. Rather than um, just, a, just a pretty face. <laughs> so, um, what else has been going on in Azeroth this week? Anything? Have you uh, heard more... Um, Backflash about the refer friend. I know I've seen pairs everywhere. Yeah, it seems to be really taking off. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine that uh, Blizzard would have thought there'd be such a, a huge uptake in uh, multiboxing. It's, it seems to be all the rage now. Yeah. Should we just drive, dive right into what we've been doing? What have you been doing? I haven't spoken to you hardly at all this week. I know, because I've been so busy. Um, well, let's see. I'll start off with, uh, you know, I've got I've got several different pairs. And, of course, I'm not doing what everybody else is doing with a static pair. I've, I'm doing what I'm calling seesawing. Because <laughs> I'm okay. starting off with a pair, and then I'm going back and bringing another person up to a level, and then granting a level, and then bringing another person up to another level. So, I hope that I can explain everything um, clearly. Sure. So, you know, um, Pramal, who was my bank alt, <laughs> who was this, for over almost two years, was this lovely little one year, one level one orc hunter sitting in Thunder Bluff until um, the summer festival came along and she wanted those fiery shoulders and got to level four. Oh no. <laughs> so so is now your your bank alt it's not your bank alt anymore. You don't have uh, a bank alt in Thunder Bluff with the with the shoulders? No, I don't have a bank on Thunder Bluff with the shoulder. Oh, I still have dear. a bank on yeah I still have I have, you know, because I had I have four counts, five counts. And so I still had I still have a couple of bank alts. But I just don't have her as a bank alt. Which was kind of funny because she still has stuff in the bank. So I still have to <laughs> like go back to the bank sometimes and, and check on things that she might need to sell and get them over. <laughs> and um she was the main well, she was the main person that uh Aprilian would send stuff too, so now I have to kind of send stuff to somebody else. And she was also the person that uh, would go to um, the that seller in um, the NPC in Thunderbluff and get the uh, Prairie Dog whistles, okay. and then mail them to my bank alt in um, in Booty Bay to give them to my uh, Alliance alt. Which is funny because right before, I don't know if I knew what was going on, if I'm somehow psychic, but right before all this refer friend stuff started, I had um, 
made a big purchase of all these non-combat pets. I had like done a bunch of whistles, a bunch of cockroaches, a bunch of the um, dragon hawk hatchlings. So, and you know, I had managed to get a guild on the alliance side, and I had really stocked up that um, bank over there. Yep. So. I've been set. I, in fact, I just ran out, and I haven't had to go and, and do any transfer, which is great because I haven't had any time to do it. <laughs> so now Pramal is ding level thirty. Wow. And, yeah, and she was for the longest time level one, and then level four, and now she's thirty. And she's been hanging out with uh, Sunya, Suna, who is my warlock. And, you know, that's been a really good combination. And the two of them headed to Ogremar to get a mount. And uh, they got off the um, the uh, Flight Master bridge there. And, uh, I mean, Flight Master thing. And went down that bridge. Yep. You know, um, I, I like that back back doorway because you go down the bridge and you go around that way as if you were going towards the mage thing yep and and then you go down to the cleft and into the shadow and then i go to the valley of honor well it was a good thing i went that way because (laughs) she cut through where the um warlock trainer was and so i said oh let me stop and get suna the training before they go and get their mounts and Suna got her dreadsteed and her mount training. <laughs> because if we hadn't done that, she would... <laughs> I know. Well, I did that with uh, Aprilian on her um, level 60 mount. Because I forget that warlocks don't need to pay for training. Yeah, so that was kind of neat. And But I went ahead when um, when I took um, Pramal to get her uh, wolf. I went ahead and got a wolf for... Um, Going anyway. Yeah, well, it was only nine gold. Yeah. You know, and it, it's so cute. I love, I love the orc um, wolf because it's it rides so nicely. They've got these really big, these nice big four um, paws. Yep. You know, and they kind of they kind of lope along. And I think the coolest thing about it is that roll on the back. You know, like the right. saddle roll. It just yep. looks so cool. I just, I love the whole feel of it. It looks like a mount. It looks like it's, something you could. It's my favorite mount, apart from <laughs> the actual the, the warlock and, and the paladin mounts. <laughs> so just because the two of them look good together, I got one of them the white mount, one of them the dark, the black one. So when they ride together, they both ride on on a. Oh. Yeah, and it's kind of neat. So, so how long um, has it taken you to get them to 30? Oh, gosh. It took, like, what, last week? I think they were, like, 11. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, and, you know, I'm not focusing on just one. I'm, I'm going back and forth between Clearly. different Clearly. <laughs> Who would think you characters. would focus on, on Right, on, right. That would never happen. <laughs> so um, I had to spend some time, uh, just a few, reassigning alts and going back. And, you know, I mean, I have, you know like 1800 gold in the bank so i'm not really focusing that much on putting money in the bank and you know even as they're doing quests and stuff they're getting money so it's not like i'm hard up for money so even though they're i'm sorry 
Are you are you going backwards? Are they are they being? Am I losing? Not that much because no. um you know I'm still getting money on I'm still doing the auction house and every once in a while I sign in on my alley, um, alt and you know they those even though they're going back to school they're still buying their little, uh, <laughs> non combat oh. pets and um you know I'm still finding stuff that I can sell I'm still um. Uh, Aprilian is still making, you know, cloth that I can put on the auction house, so I'm not really losing that much, you know. Every once in a while, I'm I'm still doing the cooldowns on my cloth, so I'm not really losing that much. I'm not going back that much. So, um, <laughs> uh, then we went to uh, we had to go and do that whole thing with the uh, blunderbuss, the deadly blunderbuss <clears throat> thing. Yep. We were in Ashenvale, so um. There was no blunderbusses to be found on the AH or anything, so Awari oh, really? made yeah. So Awari made seven. Actually, know a guy that's been cornering the market on that and, and doing rather nicely. And he was complaining the other day about uh, you know, somebody undercutting him constantly. So oh well, maybe maybe I didn't even look. That's a dead cause, spot. Yeah, because maybe I I didn't even look because I know that Awari could make some, and so I made seven of them because you know. Um, because I knew she had, uh, because I knew that I'd be making more, I'd be needing more. So we did that one. And, um, (laughs) then we went, we turned in the deadly blunder blocks. Oh, we went over to booty bay and got the blades and got the flight path. And then we went to, um, because it's kind of funny. Um, Pramal has a lot of flight paths because of the, um, her shoulders. the shoulders, yeah, the shoulders. Show that she has lots of yeah. fun. The Summer Fire Festival, she went. She was uh, teleported all around. So it's kind of neat because she can go somewhere, get the flight, go to her flight path, and then summon um, Sunya and give her the flight path. So that's kind of neat. But um, when she went to the Satter Camp to get the oil, mm-hmm. there were so many people around. <laughs> it was yeah. ridiculous. I ended up logging Pulling off of me. In pairs. <laughs> well, no, actually, there was there was one single guy there who was, and you know, um, he know. was he was that that I knew. He, he was um, we were fighting, and I kind of helped him fight. And um, the, oh wait, well, well, we logged off. This was later on that night because I find that that it's better to to um, and when it's crowded like that, it's to come back after like midnight when. A lot. Yeah, some people, yeah. That, that oil's a pain. It spawns yeah. in random spots, and right, and it's hard to see, you know, and especially, you know. So I've gotten into the whole thing of letting the following um, character uh, get the things first. That way, the lead character can see it. Because if you get, yep. get it first on the lead character, then the sparkles turn off. Yep. So I um. I parked them, and then I went back and got my level 10 priest, and um, the one that I had used to get, uh, I originally used to get soon, sooner to 10, so um, I paired her with a warlock in death knell, so I got um, uh, another um, undead warlock. And you really love the warlocks, don't you? Yeah, well, it was funny, because on that whole refer friend, it was almost all warlocks. And um, <laughs> I wanted I want to keep all the names nice and short, so I made it Thea, and I did use one of those little umlauts over the. <sighs> I know. 
<laughs> so, um, I did a few starter quests, and bam, she was at four. <laughs> and, uh, and I got her, um, I think I took her to, um, she was in, she was the blood elf, and I took her to the, um, death knell, because, no, no, she was um, losing track. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of how many people I had. Um, so uh, we, we ran to Br to Brill. I skipped a whole bunch of the starting areas. I didn't go and get that guy's um, remains. That poor widow is going to have to just go without her husband's remains being buried. But, oh, I do know that one time I did it, and it turns out that when you're grouped, you only have to bury one do you know which one I'm talking about in, in yeah. uh, the starting area? When you yeah. go and you kill that guy and you get his, well, you kill him and you get his remains. When you bury one remain, it's for the whole group. Yeah. Which, of course, you wouldn't know because at level two or three, why would you be grouping? And then you end up with this guy's remains in your inventory. I hate quests that are like that. When you hand it in, it should delete the, the quest item because I'm, I'm constantly looking at my second character going, what's this item here? What? What quest is that from? And it's something that, you know, I've completed ages ago, and it's because only one person in the group had to do it. And right, it didn't, exactly. And it didn't consume the item. Right, yeah. <laughs> so um, so then we went to Brill, and I, I you know, Brill is nice. I, I really forgot how nice it is, how um, close everything is, um, how silly some of the stuff is, like those, um, and, uh, those mongrel, those little tiny... Monkey, not monkey things. What are those things that make that funny noise? Um, death hide, the grave robbers and the mongrels, and um, that big gloppy thing that makes you go and get those um, plants and everything. So, anyways, I enjoyed Brill. That's kind of it's it's a long memory for me. It must have been a while since I've actually. I know. <laughs> and it was the same thing with me, you know. And then you got to go and get those um, Scarlet Crusader people, and you know, it was it was refreshing because all of a sudden here's new content again. <laughs> and again, like I mentioned last week, it seems like it's it's easier. But it's only easier because we know what we're doing. You know, when yep. we were first going through there, we were new. We were trying to figure out the buttons. We were dying a lot, and it's nice not to die a lot. You know, it's very nice not to die. Yeah. The only thing I'm finding is um, to follow. Um, you have to be careful in closed quarters. Going up the stairs and and like the inn, and all of a sudden she's back downstairs. The, the right. following person. Um, yeah, turning sharp corners. Right. Uh, kind of stop, slow the down. Wind, the wind rider thing in Ogremar, if you have to like make, you have to swing wide, or all of a sudden you're you're at the top, and you you know I kind of have them overlapping. So as long as I see motion, I think that she's following okay. But yep. what I find is that she's actually down on the first level, winding mm. around the pole at the first level, and I'm winding around the pole at the second, and then you, and then you go back down, or she's on the second level, and then you're on the third level. So you go back down to get her, but now she's, when you're winding down, she's winding down to the first level. <laughs> so now you gotta, you gotta alt tab over to her and say stop, and yep. then go and bring her back up to you, so. 
Um, I'm, I'm also getting used to doing macros that will do focus, but I'm having a problem because a lot of times when you, when you're doing follow, um, especially after they've assisted you, they're no longer focused on you. They don't, or if you're using toolbox toolkit, they're not looking at you at the first character. So when you go to do focus, they're, the, it's kind of funny because it's not focusing on you. Uh, so I have to, I'm not following. When you do a macro. Yeah. Do you, I was I picked up a macro I, on on one of the forums and it says to do. Target the first turn and do and do. Yeah, a that's what I need to do. A target. It says to do something like tooltip, and then focus. So what it was doing was I guess somehow assuming that the person that you would be on follow. So that you would be hitting follow, so that your focus would be on the person in front of you. Yeah. But That's... if you've been battling or if you've um, looted, mm -hmm. after you loot something, then you're not focused on anything. You're not targeting anything, but right. you're still you're still focused. Slash you... the slash focus is is independent of your of your target. Okay. Right, if you well, do, if you do a, that. if if you're on your second character and you and you target the first character and and type slash focus, you'll notice that it puts a, a kind of a white shimmer around the portrait. Okay. And and what that means is that's now your focus target, and you don't have to be targeting that target to interact with it. Okay. So so once you've done that, it, it remembers if you're in the, it, it'll it'll break if you're not in the party with that person and and you get. Um, too far away from them. If you're in right. the party, the, the slash focus will stick. Um, so if if you're multi-boxing and not in a party because the the lead character or the or the following character is is a lot higher and and you want to get more experience points, then uh, like after a flight, for example, slash focus is is generally broken. But if you're in a party, once you've done a slash focus on the on the first character, it sticks. And from then on, you can do things like slash follow focus or slash assist focus. And it, it's basically the same as, as saying follow the lead character or, or assist the lead character, even even though you're not targeting them. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That makes sense now. Okay. So now I just have to follow through on that. All right. Yeah. Thanks. So last week I wasted some grant levels taking a level one mage to level 11. <laughs> well, that saved you, ooh, seven and a half minutes. Right. <laughs> so I realized that um, that was kind of silly. Mm. So, yeah. A little, yeah. A little bit. Shh, right. don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> so at this point, Thea, and Thea is eight and Vapril is 12. Um, so now I think I'm up to... Tuesday of last week? No, maybe Wednesday of last week. Yeah. No, Tuesday of last week. So what I needed to do was get my refer friends count up higher than my other account so I could grant levels. But I think I'm going to wait till they were about 20 because the level 1 to 10 is a piece of cake. <laughs> so... <laughs> Boys. So I got yet another of my bank alts. No, this was my letter bank alt. I don't know. I have a, I had a silly alt. 
that I would send all my letters to. <laughs> it was just what? an old that. Well, an old people, letters. Yeah, people sent me notes that I wanted to save. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, sometimes they were cute notes, and I just didn't want to destroy them or have them deleted. I guess I could have screen captured them somehow and just maybe I'll have to do that because now she's an active character. Her name was C, C I I, which I like because it was just three letters. And (laughs) she was an orc warrior. So I summoned Thea to Dorator. Well, I had her go to Dorator and I summoned Thea to Dorator and the two of them ran around questing because she was a level one orc. Now, and Thea is a, I can't even remember, was a, um, a, war, a, a warlock, an undead warlock. So I found that this was the perfect combination, W squared, a warlock and a warrior. Because the warrior leads and the warlock follows. The warlock does, the warrior does that charge, and then the warlock comes along and follows through with the, the imp and then she starts doing her casting and it's perfect and then I got um first aid on the um on the warlock so if the warrior needs healing she can bandage him and it was a great it's a great combination I'm I'm really loving it I think it's going to become one of my favorite combinations and um so I uh I've been doing that a lot um and then I took them over to Skull Rock they did the hidden enemy and um <laughs> and I was doing them at work. Now again I just want to remind my our listeners that I'm dual boxing. You're gonna say I just want to remind my boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I don't even think you know, I don't even think anybody at work even knows what a podcast is. I keep trying to tell them and it's just the funniest thing to even start. It's like radio on the internet. And then one day they're going to figure it out. But of course, I'm only doing it on my break and at lunch. But I'm dual boxing on a MacBook Air, so it's really funny. And here's the... They start... They died a lot, and I found out why. <laughs> they were, like, running around in level 2 gear. <laughs> at level 12. <laughs> Trap number 3 of Refer a Friend. Yes! <laughs> You need to upgrade your gear every two you hours. <laughs> and it's crazy because sometimes you end up with all this like green stuff that's bind on pickup. And then you're like, do you want to bind? And then you're like, okay. Oh, this is better. And then you're like two seconds later. Oh, this is better. And then two seconds later. Um, well, you know, two minutes later. Yep. So that was kind of funny. But they got the, they, you know, he, um, Thea had to go there because she had to get the, uh, the thing for the warlock quest and and stuff. but anyways so i i don't even know if i finished it on that one i have to keep going on my notes but then thursday morning aprilian had a had a spell cloth cool down <laughs> and she logs in you know the spell cloth is the one in area 52 where you go in and when you make the spell cloth this guy spawns and you have to kill it so what i had been doing was logging in I had always I had bought in um, Aunt Rilia and Real Fire so that the three of them could kill this guy together, and you know, 
they it's a, it drops um some uh, moats. Yeah. Moats, uh, and so you know they would fly it's in from for sure. Yeah. So they would fly in from wherever they were and everything. So um, in the past, I had to wait for them. So the last, so when she logged in on Thursday, I said, okay, let me find out where Aunt Rillia and Real Fire are. And, oh, wait, they're at Area 52, where they were the last time she had. <laughs> Go and touch them for four days. I had touched them for four days. <laughs> That's just neglect. I know, that's awful. I'll never get a level 70 character now. <laughs> Blizzard's got it in for you. Yes, they're doing Wonder this Wonder what they'll purpose. think of next. Yes, this is all an evil plan to keep April in from ever having a level 70 character. Okay, so then on um, on the Thursday, I got on Pia, my level 13 mage. I got her out to play with Sia because, um, you know, um, I decided I wanted portals. And I realized that um, the 13 mage is on, uh, yeah, I think she's on, I'm losing track. I think she's on my master account. And I realized that if I could get um, get her out and start working with her then my other account could give her some levels and get her up to maybe 20 and she could start getting at least the teleports yep so um and then if i had her having the teleports and then you know being able to summon and then eventually getting her to where she could um port people then that would be really great so i took um I took the trio to Undercity so Thea could do her warlock quest. So I had Thea and C and Priya all together. And it turned out that Thea could not do the warlock quest in Dorator because it wasn't her race. She got the quest from the guy in um, in uh, Razor Hill. Right. But she, but when she went to Ogremore, the guy says, I'm sorry, you know, you're undead. You can't do this quest. <laughs> Clear off, girly. Yeah, go away. So um, so then I started another mage on the master account. That's what I did. I had to, Oh, I had to de- delete um, my uh, gnome from when we did the running of the beef 2. Uh. And I made someone called Tia. And then I brought in Cube, who was a level three blood elf, on my refer friend account. Are you keeping track? Maybe I should oh. do a chart. <laughs> I think you I need a chart. A, sure. I need a spreadsheet. I'm lost. Yeah. So then, and and it's funny because they're all like now up into the teens, and it's like actually now Tia. I made Tia my um the on the master account, and she's now level eighteen. So I made her on Thursday morning, but she's level eighteen now, because I want I want. A mage that I can port, and I guess what I should just say is that I'm having an enormous amount of fun. It's, I'm loving the refer friend. It's it's just it's awesome. I'm I'm doing um, new um, I'm doing old content and really enjoying it. Uh, I'm not gonna go into any more of these details because it's like just really crazy stuff. Um, I did give. Oh, I know what I did. What I did was I did level up. I had the level three blood elf, and I brought him in um, and to level with the mage. 
Because, of course, if you bring in the two people together, the master count and the refer friend count, they get faster XP. And then the higher count can then grant levels, which at that level, that's not a waste. Because this level 3 alt will never go anywhere else. I think I got him up to maybe level 8 and then stuck him back in Booty Bay where he's going to be my um, uh, my new alt there for, um, for sending things to the um, Alliance. And then I got her up to high enough to where my um, Suna was able to grant some levels and get, get her up to 18. Yep. And then I... Um, Just want to talk about what I did with um, I brought in Pramal and Suna again, so now they're at level thirty-one and thirty-two. Oh no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause for a second before I bring those back. I took a level eleven mage, my level eleven mages, and I'm not gonna bother about the names. They're T and We. I had Adrian run them through um, Rage of. Um, RFC in uh, Ogremar, and then the, later that same day they were level 15 and they went through <laughs> Wailing Cavern and they were level 17 when they came out of there <laughs> oh wow <laughs> I mean I'm just this is just so much fun and I tell you what in the show notes I will write down and I'll put a nice little chart as to where everyone is at the moment and where everyone was at the beginning of the week to try to get everybody to, uh, caught up to date. But all I can say is, I know it's confusing and it's crazy, but A, I'm having fun. B, I'm learning a lot. It's not just a bunch of chaotic stuff. I'm learning about my characters. I'm learning about playing my characters and I'm, and I'm learning a lot about stuff that I might've missed playing before. Yep. So, and that's the whole purpose of the game, right? Sure. Um, and I'm not just playing Learning by myself. Yeah, and I am interacting with other people. I, I run into people constantly that I'm playing with and, and doing stuff with. I had a blast in Wailing Cavern. Ardrion, my um, level 43 hunter, um, ran through with my guys, and you know we just we, we did great stuff. Um, uh, cool stuff that I did was um, I had some level 20 characters that had the will had no i had some level yeah maybe 18 or 12 characters who had rager um rager fire rage fire chasm quests summoned them in joined them in the group had them share the quest and then sent them on their way ran through rage fire chasm did the same thing for whaling um whaling caverns joined them Shared the quest, sent them on their way. Yep. <laughs> and then the last thing I did for the week, it was a great, fun, packed week, was uh, I then brought Pramal and Suna out. They were level 30 and 31. And we went to Stranglethorn Vale. And Stranglethorn Vale was never so wonderful as it is with a mount. Isn't that good? Oh my god. I just it, it 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 was meant to be with the mount. Yeah. I don't know if this was Blizzard's idea all along was to make us slug through this on our low on 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 our feet, make us go through this whole, 
you know, walking here and there and getting killed as we, you can ride across those bridges now. You remember before you go down the bridge, you get to that little area and like this one gorilla would come from nowhere or this one, um, murloc, was it a murloc? Yeah, murloc yeah, the murloc yeah, comes out. From, yeah, from out of nowhere and bam, you're dead. <laughs> And now you just ride right by it, and it, it comes out. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, what was that? Was that a was that a mosquito?" <laughs> and you're on the next bridge, and and it's no problem. And it's just, it's fantastic. You can ride from one section to the next and get all your quests, and and you're done. And um, I'm just loving it, and I'm loving it with these two guys, and you know, and you can. Go and turn in all you turn, do your quest, and get back and turn them in, and it's it's a breeze, and I'm loving this. So even if you're not on the refer friend account, the advantage of of uh, Stranglethorn Vale and the uh, Mount is still a beautiful thing. So that's enough of me gushing about in my incoherent uh, <laughs> kind of way. So. You know, we have some emails about refer friends because obviously we're not the only ones doing this. And mm. um, uh, I want to give a one quick shout out to um, thanks so much. <laughs> I was uh, um, while I'm doing all this, you know, because I'm on Earthing, we're on Earthing server, and we're also in the guild, Lei Act S, and I was dual boxing on two characters and I was keeping an officer sitting in chat in the AIL AIE LFO channel and there was a character who was looking for an invite into the guild and it was funny because uh, he had stepped away from the computer and I had to kick him out of the channel because he didn't his he hadn't gone through the whole process and when he came back he says sorry man I wasn't paying attention to the to the um, computer and couple of seconds later he came back and he goes oh I'm sorry Aprilian uh, I didn't mean to call you man I'm a big fan of your podcast and <laughs> <laughs> and indeed I am not a man <laughs> no you don't sound like one No, and you know I don't know am I a girl gamer of course you're a girl gamer because I was listening to Epic Dolls have you ever listened to Epic Dolls no well they had Molly Dan Barry. Molly Ringwald. No, Molly Stanberry. Yeah. Yeah. And she was she has she wants to do a list of girl gamer podcasts and she's asking for it. And I don't know if I want to send in us because are we really a girl gaming podcast? Because we really don't focus on it. She was talking about how she created her podcast because all the podcasts out there were just podcasts that were blah 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 about and she uses that phrase and it's just a phrase I can't stand. Blah blah about, blah. Yes, I can't stand that phrase. Oh God. It just, <laughs> yeah. And um about the specifics of the game and that there weren't anything that appealed to women to to girls. Which of course um don't really think I'm a girl. I'm a little bit old to be a girl. Well you can't can't send it in now because you'll listen to this episode and, and reject your submission anyway. Well, because well, I don't think she listens to our podcast anyways because she said that they she didn't like the boringness of podcasts and of course her podcasts are all like 
five or six minutes long and I think ours would probably be too long to hold her interest oh look shiny <laughs> anyways oh we should probably we'll be right back because we should probably save <laughs> all right we're back and we saved and now, Asheo, have you been doing anything? I've, 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 I've been oh, doing but, some stuff, but yeah, I don't think I've been having anywhere near as much fun as you, nor have I done anywhere near as much as you this week. So but, do you uh, feel left out a little bit or no? No, no, because I'm still – I still feel like I'm leveling too fast. Uh, my, oh. my mage is – I just hit 54 this evening on my mage, so I've put – Four levels on my mage this week, and I'm I'm doing so much more on them and, and trying to experience so much more of the game that I'm I'm actually missing out on stuff that I normally do. Normally, by fifty, I'm in Nungoro Crater. I, I haven't stepped foot in the place yet. Uh, normally, I I'd love to do all the the Searing Gorge quests. I haven't done any of them, and that uh -huh. and that's that's like you know high forties, forty seven and up in Searing Gorge. So I'm not quite sure how how I'm leveling so fast, but um, it, uh, I certainly am, and and I, I almost wanted to slow down. So, so if you I'd, had I'd, me for a friend, I'd, you'd probably refer, be refer a friend to drive me yeah. nuts. Yeah, I'd just be going too fast. And and what I'm hearing a lot of from from people doing the refer a friend is like um, you found, you know, they're getting out geared, you know, they're having to rigue themselves. So much more frequently, and, and finding themselves out geared all the time, and, and to go back to the auction house and, and uh, getting more gear a lot more often, and it's just too hard. To, if you're doing gathering professions, it, it's just too hard to keep them up, and unless you just hang around and and spend hours roaming around, you know, farming in in what are now low areas to getting up your, your skinning or herbalism or mining. You can't keep, get your professions up. So, yeah, there's it obviously a, a purpose for it, and people are enjoying it. It's it's exposing it, uh, uh, multi-boxing to a lot more people, which I, I think is a good thing. It's uh, the the aspects of the game that that multi-boxing opens up. I don't think you know, a, a lot of people are, are probably surprised when they start it and, and find, hey, wow, this is this is like new life into the game and without the refer a friend they probably would have never done it so I think it's a, it's a good thing for everybody else that, that wants to do it but uh, it's not for me I, I, I definitely won't be doing it so yeah I've I've um, been playing my mage a fair bit this week Got a, as I said got him up to 54 ran Zulfaric early in the week with a guildie that uh, I was trying to get a full guild run and uh, like it was must have been you know, four o'clock in the morning. So uh, even at that time, there's there's not a whole a lot of people in in the forties that uh, wanted to run it. But one guy did, and I said, okay, well, we'll we'll just run the, the two of it. So we'll be right. And I uh, I never said to him that I was that I was multiboxing. I went through on on hide the hunter and and my mage. And we got to the end of it, and I'm, I'm not sure where he twigged, but we got to the end of it. He said, "How long have you been multiboxing for?" <laughs> Quite a while now. So, and uh, it was good. Though. Uh, he got he got some some nice drops and upgrades, and uh, 
I got a bunch of other stuff to, to disenchant. And uh, he was he, he was very lucky on the rolls. There's, I, I disenchanted them all, and I, I think all but one he won the rolls. I, I gave him the shards, so he's he was uh, pr- feeling pretty chuffed. And uh, one of the things I wanted to do on my mage was the, so. You know, wait you know, a minute, the, you were you were multi boxing. Do you do you roll on both for both of your characters, or no, did you just no? Okay. I just just I just pass on everything on the on the on the high character. Okay, all right. Uh, okay. I should do that, shouldn't I? I'm too nice. <laughs> I should roll both of them. I'm here twice. <laughs> Give me another chance at it. Now, you know the the uh, robot chicken quests. Yeah. You, you yeah. pick up in, the uh, in Tanaris. So there's one one in Hinterlands, one in Tanaris, and uh, one in Feralis. So there's the the one in in Feralis. I've probably done the most. It's it's the one that's that's in the the Yeti cave, and you have to escort it down to the beach. So I've done that one quite a few times, and uh, I'd um, I'd done that on on my mage because I'd, I'd come across it, and I came across the, I'd, I'd finished off questing in the hinterlands during this week as well, and, and I came across the one in the hinterlands. I've done that once before, and I thought I'll I'll do that one as well. And normally I don't really I'm not really into escort quests, so I did that one as well. And I thought, hang on a minute, there's a there's a third one. I I can have this vague recollection that if you do all three, there's you know some extra reward for it so i'll head down to tanaris and and do and do the third one and by that time i was 52 and you reckon i could get the item to drop <laughs> not on your life I, I spent hours just wandering around tanaris killing things randomly and uh, and and not so random as well i actually looked up to, to try and find you know, what mobs had the highest drop rate for the for the quest item and they're and they're all really low and the, and the highest was actually in Zulfaric off the the uh, the beetles in there seemed to be the, the highest drop rate. Um, but there's also some rare elites in in Tenaris that had a fairly high drop rate. But of course, being rare elites, they're they're supposedly uh, rare spawns. But that's been something else that I've been noticing. In uh, I don't know if you're seeing it at, at the low levels where you're questing, but I'm certainly seeing rare elites a whole lot more. That, that I've never seen before. Yeah, I have noticed Noticing that. that? Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know whether it's just that I'm questing in areas where, um, you know, there's not a high population of, of, of people questing, and, and I find that kind of hard to believe given the number of multi-boxes that are out there now that, that are, you know, started up and, and, and overtaken me and, and questing in those areas. Well, maybe it's per person, and maybe there's a certain kind of, a you know, number of people. Yeah, I'm wondering whether they up the the spawn rate or something for them. Right. Uh, they've done. But um, I actually, in, in searching for what mobs um, dropped the, the item in Tanaris, I noticed that, that three of them were rare elites, and I didn't even have, a, a, have an idea that there were three rare elites in uh, Tanaris. <laughs> and it turns out that uh, two of them are in the, the bug caves. I don't remember what they're called. Um, the... Uh, the chasms that are in Tanaris that have got those stupid bugs. Okay. Um, two of those, two of the rare elites were in there, and, and the third one was an ogre that wanders around the, some of the the compounds and the and the ruins in Tanaris. So I thought oh, I'll I'll wander around and, and see if I can find this one, and I couldn't find it. And I was I was using I just had a, created a macro that he was, was like Omgorm or something or other. So I had a, a, a macro that said slash target Omgorm and I, and I just rode around and kept hitting that. And, and if he's anywhere 
within Kui of you, it'll it'll target him, and I, right. and I didn't find him. So I'll just stop and and kill ogres randomly and see if I can get the, the drop. And right where I stopped, I, I targeted the mob in front of me, and it was another rare elite. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't believe it. There's this rare elite coming out of the woodwork. Uh, and this one was something rather the crazed, and he, he was a caster, and he, he he just cast and continually, and I couldn't I couldn't even get a, a, a frost bolt off on on my mage. Luckily, my hunter was was with him, and uh, he, he mustn't have had very many hit points as well because I one shotted him on my hunter um, and got a, a, a nice. That's the other thing I'm noticing with I've I've killed, I'd reckon. Maybe two dozen rare elites in the last couple of weeks, right? And and probably all but one or two of them, they were green drops. And I, I remember the days when you know, you, you always you got killed, a blue. You rare elites, it was always blue, right? Yeah. So I'm not quite sure whether they, they changed that as well. Because I know the one in uh, the cave in uh, Alterac Mountains mm-hmm. would drop uh, that blue mace or those blue ogre kickers, and every okay. once in a while it would drop those green. Uh, shoulder pads, but that was the you know that was every once in a while. Most of the time, it would drop those blue boots. Right. Yeah. And the and the greens that they're dropping, I mean, they're pretty they're pretty nice actually. There's um, a lot of them is is of the eagle stuff, which is the plus stamina plus intellect. Right. And yeah. and so many classes really love stamina and intellect, so they sell pretty nicely. So it's all nice gear, but still no robot chicken quest item. Hmm. So today I decided oh, I'll I'll just go into Zulfarik and and you know, do some killing in there and surely it'll drop. And I got uh, I actually picked up a couple of nice um, uh, blue items off off the bosses in there doing it. A couple of staves that I can't decide uh, which is better for me, and uh, I'll probably end up just disenchanting them and going to Sunken Temple next week and replacing it. But um, I got all the way to the end and I and I killed the last boss. I killed. Um, the Garzilla, and uh, I still hadn't got the drop. And when I pulled Garzilla, I'd, I'd accidentally I didn't bother clearing the area, and I'd, I'd pulled one other mob that, that ran in as well and, and killed him. And he had it. He, he had the item I needed for the for the final robot chicken oh. escort quest. Oh, cool! <laughs> so well done. That was that was really cool. So <laughs> the escort for that one starts. So I mean, up in the top left-hand corner of Tenaris, the escort quest starts in the bottom right-hand corner. So I ride all the way down to the bottom, find the chicken, start the escort quest, and you've got to escort him all the way from the from the bottom right, you know, basically all the way up the east of the of the zone up to Steamweedle Port. I got about, oh, no exaggeration, fifty yards out of Steamweedle, got disconnected, <laughs> like. <laughs> no. Uh, log back in again. Quest failed. <gasps> I thought, oh, I'm going to die. So, ride all the way back down to the chicken again, and escort him all the way back up again. And finally, completed on my on my first character ever, all three uh, chicken escorts, and went over to Booty Bay and handed it in. And uh, some of the items that you can get for they're they're just they're just funny. Um, quest reward type stuff. So one of one of the quest rewards is a, a thermostatic egg timer, and it's this offhand that's got three agility and eleven spirits. So I've no idea who would want a combination of 
uh, of agility, agility and spirit. <laughs> and it's, and it's, a, it's an egg timer. So it's, it's, it's really funny. Does the, it really time an egg? <laughs> no, it doesn't do anything of the sort. And, and there was, um, uh, gnomish sinking, gnomish sinking device or something. And they were plate boots. <laughs> I thought that was clever. No, I got, got some gnomish inventor boots. Uh, so you, once you've done all three, you, you get another quest that you can immediately complete, and it's for a mechanical chicken. So I've now got a a uh, mechanical chicken non-combat pet, and it's actually uh, bind when used. So, Are you kidding? Uh, so you, you so could you actually, actually buy and sell them on, on the auction house. So. Um, I'll, uh, I'm not quite sure what I'll do with it. I'll probably send and it. Look, auctioneer, it's like it sells for you know, 15, 16 gold. Really? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll probably send it to one of my other, other characters that's got a, a nice collection of non-combat pets and they can have a robot chicken, mechanical chicken. So, yes, I, I felt very Aprilian-like this week spending – <laughs> Lots of hours on a, Useless on a, time Or mage Wandering around Tanaris Killing mobs And not getting any experience for it <laughs> Trying to Trying to get a robot chicken quest So But uh, I'd never done it before So I was, I was I was determined to get it done And uh, um, What else have I been doing I My Warriors the, the warrior I started last week I've got him up to about 16 And I've started multi-boxing him With my level 30 shaman And that that's, looks like it's quite viable It's, it's quite a good combination you know, the, the warrior charges in um, Because it's on follow The, the shaman kind of saunters in it, it doesn't, it's, The charge isn't far enough to break Slash follow So the shaman wanders in you know, after the the warrior, and then starts putting down totems and doing DPS, and by then the the warrior's got aggro, and it seems to be working really well. So I'll probably slow down on the shaman and, and speed up on the warrior, and and get them up around the same level, and and start multiboxing them, level them all the way up. So I'm really enjoying both of those. It's um, they're they're fun classes. I I didn't think that, and I, I spent the time to. To um, populate the my action bars properly for the for the two stances that I've got as the warrior, and, you know, thinking about what spells that, and um, abilities you, you're going to be wanting to use in the different stances and you know, put them in appropriately, and it's I'm finding it fun. It's I don't think I'll uh, I'll probably make it a, a DPS warrior. I mean I've already got a, a tank with my pally, so um, I don't know. I might respect later on, but at the moment, it's he's, he'll, he'll just be a, a DPS warrior, which is fun. And the other thing I did this week is decided I uh, can't remember why something happened, but I thought, um, somebody, somebody, I think it was somebody said, um, well, "What class haven't you got all the way up?" And I said, "Oh, the, the highest I've ever got a rogue is is um, about forty five, and I, I, you know, I don't have a." A rogue on the on the horde side, and then it dawns on me. Yes, I do. I've I've got an eight, oh, a yeah, level eight twink. Yeah. twink rogue, smiley, smiley. That uh, it was going to be my twink, and I realised I'm not going to twink this guy. <laughs> I'm never going to into into battlegrounds. I'm not going to do it as a rogue. So 
Back yeah, around. we spent a lot of time running around um, Death I Mine, and, <laughs> and uh, we did uh, Shadow I Thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good times. <laughs> so he's no longer a twink anymore. He's, he's past 20, so he, he can't be a twink anymore. Uh, I've I've uh, I've started leveling my rogue as well, and it, because it's on my second account, um, I'm going to multi-box it with a druid. So they've they've both got stealth. So I'll um, I'll start doing some some multi-box instant stealth runs. Uh, I think I haven't I haven't really done that before, so that could be fun. I know um, stealth runs of lower Blackrock spies pretty fun. So. Something for another day when I when I get my rogue up there. Um, it'll probably take me a while, given that I want to get my, my mage up first. I'm not quite, I'm not, actually not quite sure what I'm going to do with my mage, whether I'll get to 60 and then leave him there until the expansion comes out, because you know, as soon as the expansion comes out, the, you know, after four hours, there'll be 10 million you know, level knights. 58 death knights that, that are going to be looking for groups to do instances in uh, Hellfire Peninsula. So having a, a 60 mage uh, is probably going to be a, a very easy way to uh, to find yourself groups. Yeah, it looks uh, like I actually, might be able to uh, have a death knight too because I think you can have a death knight if you have a character 55, I guess, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, 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 did, I did check that last week. You don't need to be 70. It's it's Unless they change it, of course. It's, it's right. beta, so it could change it, but it's, it's 55. So... That's pretty much been my week. I've done a bit of bit of uh, bit of raiding, not a whole heap. Did some, as I said earlier, did some um, um, uh, tempest keep tonight. Uh, wiped lots of times. Got lots of repair bills. Didn't kill any bosses. Had a frustrating time, but hey, that's what raiding's all about. So tempest keep is that? Where does that's, that fall in with the Kara Mister T thing? Yes, yeah, so after. Well, it's. Uh, Mr. T's kind of newer and off the side, and only a, only a um, uh, well, there's a, yeah, I mean, this, the the 25 man Mr. T is obviously the, the the final end game. Um, Tempest Keep, the eye, fits in after Gruels and Magtheridon. So it, you you go there once you you know you've got car on farm status and and you've got everything you, you need out of Gruels and and uh, well, we started doing it probably you know, um, around the same time as Gruels, actually. Probably ran, ran Gruels a few times and, and got that down pat and then started to have a go at, at Tempest Keep. How many? How many people? It's a 25-man. It's 25-man raid. That's crazy. I just can't, I can't see getting together with 25 people. Well, I mean, you got to... used to be 40. I mean, that's just... Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and then one it's, person it's, it's funny organizes, how it, and yeah, one person organizes it. Oh, well, you know, well, you have you have class leaders that you know get people into the into the raids, but it's funny how time changes your perspective on things. I can remember before Burning Crusades came out, and we're doing forty man raids, and and thinking, oh my god, twenty five man raids, it's you know, it's it's going to be the end of the world. It's it's destroying the guilds, and and you know what are we going to do with with all these People that we used to raid forty, and now it's only twenty-five. And yeah, now you think, geez, yeah, twenty-five bands. How do we ever do it with forty? So, so 
What do you, now you you took what with Tempest Keep? Who did you take? A Shaya, a warlock. A Shaya, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't door box. <laughs> uh no. <laughs> no. No. It's, it's very full on. It's um attention. Very yes. You need to be on the ball the whole time. So now is there is there an instance where you which one would you which one do you feel right now comfortable dual boxing? In, in the end game, in the seventy level. Yeah, so it, it depends on the group. So I've, you know, in a um, in a strong group that's basically got Karazan on farm status, I, I feel comfortable multi boxing Karazan. Mm. Let's say so, I ever make it to seventy with a couple of my characters. If you manage the seventy and a couple of your characters, um, yeah, probably the. Um, not the raid instances, you know, probably um, some of the stuff in um, in Terracar Forest, the, the in the instances down in down there. Um, I guess I have to make through. I make it. Or, I guess I have to make it through ramparts first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, small steps. Take some small steps. So here you go. But yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, once you once you hit seventy, I mean, the, you know, the the first thing you want to do is for, for practice is is to go back and and multi box something like ramparts or. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it should be easy for you, given that you've, you know, you, you multi box you know, things like sunken temple and and Zulfarik. So I mean, you know, the basics of it. It's just um, it's just the different fights that, that you get into. Yeah. And I think I'm going to also get more into the macro end of stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, I didn't understand that you could stack commands such as um, target and then um, cast, which makes it a whole different ball game. Oh, yeah. You can do that, yeah. Yeah, you just can't do two different um, casts in the one macro. Right. Well, you know, uh, the, get- the global cooldown, you know, basically prohibits you from doing that. You don't want to but make you, it too easy. No, but you can do, um, what's the keyword? It's cast sequence. Oh, yeah. So, so for example, you know, as a as a mage, I could have a, a cast sequence that said, you know, cast frostbolt, you know, cast fireball, cast fireblast, you know, cast arcane missiles. And... You just hit the same button over and over, and each time you hit it, 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 it cycles through them. So you know, that's 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 a common way to, to set up macros, if, to so that you're not having to hit lots of different keys. And and if if you're doing the you know, in a, in a, a general attack where you've got you're not having to uh, dodge around and and you know, think on your feet, if you're just you know doing the the same sort of sequence and killing mobs all the time, then a macro like that probably help you out a lot. Exactly. Alrighty. Anything else you've been doing? No, I've I've um, uh, been doing a little bit of work on my enchanting. It's uh, I wanted to be able to say that it's it's three hundred, but it's not. It's two hundred ninety nine. Oh wow! I've, I've kind of I've got, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I've got to the point where the the price of the the mats it just doesn't make sense just to be you know, buying a shield and and um, yeah, putting plus stammer on it over and over. It's uh, did, it's just a did waste. Did you get any special enchants like Beast Layer or uh, what no. is that other one that's really nice? Uh, the 
the the chili one. What's that one? You know, uh, some expensive ones. Well, far, day, is, far is the most common kind of lowish end one that that people want. Um, there is a frost one as well, but I don't. I can't remember what it's called. But it's. I don't think it's worth the money. I saw cat swiftness on uh, somebody was selling it for um, fifteen hundred gold. Which okay. gives you in, 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 it gives you increased, uh, I guess, increased running, and then uh, six to agility. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. almost thought about buying it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I'm two ninety nine, and uh, I have you know, a whole bunch of mats, and and you know, I spamming regularly to see if any guildies want some free enchants, and and just creeping up that way. I have been uh, planning ahead. Um, one of the one of the things that that uh, enchanters um, need to plan ahead for is is the the, um, the ruined rods. So at the moment I'm I'm using a, a ruined arcanite rod, and yeah, it's it's fairly common to be to be seeing people asking for yeah. You know, can, can is there any uh, alchemist on that can transmute this? Arcane crystal into a, into an arcanite bar, and then five minutes later, it's. Uh, is there any blacksmiths on that can turn this uh, arcanite bar into a, into an arcanite rod? <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> enchanters, and so uh, there's actually one guy this week. Says, has anybody got an arcane crystal? And, and um, I forget why now, but I was actually oh, I was I was out in winter spring, and and I just mined some thorium and got an arcane crystal. And I said, yeah, I just got one. You can have this. Uh, so, so I gave that to him, and and uh, um, he, he obviously he was an alchemist, so he turned it into an arcanite bar, and then he spams in guild chat. Any blacksmiths on that can turn this into a, an arcanite rod? And I said, yeah, my blacksmith can. He said, oh, should have just given, just asked you for the rod in the first place. So, <laughs> so, so I've been doing that on 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 my um, enchanter. I've been planning ahead. I've I've got the the Falion rod, which is the next one that I need. Um, so another another couple of points, and I can make the the ruined uh, Falion rod, and I've been uh, transmuting uh, primal mites uh, on my alchemist because uh, the the higher up rods need uh, primal mites, and um, uh, they're they're pretty expensive. Yeah. And because I'm a my enchanter is. Uh, because my alchemist is actually uh, a specialist in transmuting, um, I've been just transmuting like primal earths into primal lifes, and and every now and again I'll, I'll get a uh, a proc and and get two of them, and oh. uh, one one time I got five. I couldn't believe it. Ooh. I went, Ooh. what? <laughs> I actually had to check my bags, and yep, sure enough. I actually got uh, five primal lice out of out of one primal earth. So this week I've been starting to transmute uh, primal mites, and and the very first one I did a proc, so I got uh, two primal mites off the off the one uh, set of mats. So I'll uh, I'll definitely have the the primal mites I need for my uh, enchanting rods well ahead of time. So. Excellent. I haven't been uh, focusing much on. Uh you know, the whole uh, professions on these crazy nah. yeah. The only thing I've been doing is I've been doing skinning on, yeah. uh, on you know, because, uh, you know, they're just... Skinning is probably the easiest to, to level. Yeah, and I have been doing some enchanting on, uh, on 
just because I've been going into instances and I wanted to be able to de stuff, so a couple of people can, a couple of alts can do some in disenchanting. And I did try, <laughs> I did try art to level herbalism, but you know, here, next thing you know, you're in an area where you can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm fine. My mage is a um, herb herbalist enchanter, and I'm just collecting the the herbs just to collect and sending them off to a bank halt and and probably use all those mats to level in, in inscription in the expansion. One, one good thing though, um, I did do some um, mining. Yep. Mining's kind of easier to keep up because I. You know, I I had some ore that I just I just kept in my bank. Okay. And so what just I did was I sent some copper ore, and then I I did buy some on the auction house. And so you can now with that new feature, new thing that you can do with leveling mining just by smelting. Yep. They can get the ore. They can get the leveling up to to catch up to the area that they're in. So that wasn't mm. too bad. You seen what that's done to the prices of ore? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. It is, uh, but you, you're gonna get it back because then you can go and mine your ore and put it back up on the auction house. Uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just looking at the auction house now. There's one true silver ore up for three gold seventy seven. Mm. Uh, a, a stack yeah. of twenty for for seventy five gold. Yeah. Uh, and the, yeah, and the bars, the bars themselves aren't that much cheaper. You know, the bar, <laughs> the bars are going for uh, the hundred percent price for one true silver bar is about five gold. So oh, that's, it's, yeah. it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. So shall we go to the letters? letters. You start. Uh, oh, one other one other thing. The the, okay. um, the Quest that I hadn't that I mentioned last week that I that I'd never done in Zulfarak mm-hmm. with the uh, Shadra that ends up having to to go to hinterlands and and summon the, the spider uh, spider so I so I did that this week when I when I ran ZF and and uh, ran into the, the area in in hinterlands and, and came across yet another uh, uh, rare mob that I'd never seen before it was actually a stealth one. Uh, I didn't even I didn't notice it on my on my primary character and my following character the camera angle was kind of twisted around 90 degrees and, and something caught my eye and I looked over and there was this stealth mob walking over and I, and I targeted it and this yeah nice silver dragon dragged around its portrait and yep yet another rare elite that yeah, I've never come across <laughs> maybe it's just you maybe <laughs> maybe but anyway, so I summoned Shadra, and there's this tiny little, well, you know, tiny little, it's, it's this relatively small spider, and, and when you target it, the hitbox on it was absolutely massive. You know how there's like the red circle yeah. underneath the mob? So, so normally it's like the same size as the mob. So the, the hitbox on, on Shadra was about, you know, five times the size of the actual mob. And I, and I kept thinking as I'm killing it, uh, it, it must be that you know you get it to fifty percent or something, and and it suddenly you know grows ten times bigger. But no, nah, it just killed it. And it's just for some reason that it's, its hitbox is is just ginormous. So I'm not quite sure what the reasoning is there. But something odd that I noticed. 
just a big spider. <laughs> well, it was a little spider. It was just its hitbox was big. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mail. Who have got some this? We got a, a mail this week from Snuffy, who's a, a seventy dwarf paladin. Dear Aprilian and Asheo, since Blizzard introduced the Recruiter Friend scheme, I've been addicted to dual boxing. Maybe it's the fact that I get triple X. XP, but I think it's a whole different take on the game, which offers a new outlook on the game and the levelling process. I agree 100%. However, I have a few problems with dual boxing process. Sorry, I'm saying... what Am I saying it right? Dual. Dual. No, I'm saying it right, aren't I? Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about process. <laughs> <laughs> or beta, 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 is it? Beta, beta, beta. 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 <laughs> Go ahead. All right. However, I have a few problems with the dual boxing process. First is the fact that due to the fact that you are only in direct control of one character at a time, I feel I won't be able to play one of my characters in a competent manner of 70. However, as this doesn't matter at the moment, due to the fact that I'm dual boxing two shamans, I'm curious to dual box two different classes when my current pair reaches 60. And I was wondering if you guys could give some advice on how to be sure to be able to level, to be able to use the characters I have at 70. Secondly, I'm finding it hard to sustain my characters with money on their own rather than having to receive cash from, in the mail from my paladin. And again, I was wondering if you guys could help me with some advice. Lastly, I was wondering what programs you use to mimic my keystrokes on one computer. I'm aware there's generally okay if no automation. Sorry, I'm aware that it's generally okay if no automation is okay. But rather than risk it, I would like to know what you two use for this as you haven't been banned, so you must be doing something right. Thanks. Sorry if this was a wall of text you can't read. Uh, it wasn't a wall of text. It's just my tongue isn't moving around my mouth properly. Yeah, we've gotten a <laughs> wall of text. No, that was very good. That was, those fun. are some really, really good questions. Um, first of all, um, what generally happens for me, from my point of view, is I'm always operating both characters i i, I alt tab or i'm well either alt tab or i have a kvm switch so i'm transferring back to the other character so i'm actually operating both characters i'm not using one just on follow so right. i'm learning how to play both of them yep. <laughs> yeah so yeah so i'm not quite sure what your setup is there snuffy but my recommendation is have two monitors run only windowed mode, um, and it, uh, preferably run them both on the on the same computer. And it's it's basically a, a simple click in the other window to to gain focus and drive it as if it was a, a single character. And it just means that you're not doing that 100% of the time. You just need to to share the time between them. Right, and, and you're just on, going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, just going back and forth, and and it's and depending and. The rate at which you go back and forth is, is going to depend on the classes that you're playing and what they're doing. So if you've got two shamans, for example, you might have uh, one of them that's um, you know, more of a, a tanking shaman uh, with a, a, a mace and, and a shield and and you know, he runs up and, and starts doing melee damage. Your second shaman uh, might be a healing shaman and you can stand back and and you can alt add to him or just click in the other window and, and, and do a shadow bolt and uh, do some heals when you need to heal. So you could actually learn, learn two different classes, like right. learn the same class with two different, two different specs at the same time. 
But at the same time, you're keeping an eye, even if you're in one screen, you're keeping an eye on that um, icon on the other guy and noticing whether or not it's, it's almost like what you're doing when you're in a raid group or if you're in, you know, in an instance, you're keeping an eye on the uh, icon to see, making sure he's not getting low. <laughs> Or if he's yeah, then you then if you notice something, you go back into the other guy. You you do something to help him, you know, save him if he's doing something. Yep. You know, maybe you need to drink a potion to get, stop him from dying, or um, step up. Uh, well, you know, I'm not I'm not a precise person, but let's say for instance, like my hunter is you know shooting his pet is out there getting you know getting the aggro and he's shooting. And then I have my uh, warlock behind him, and she's, you know, sending in her, she's doing the dots and stuff, and she's sending her demon in on that. And, you know, I, I tab out, and I'm, I usually put the, she's either, she's, you know, she's doing a dot, and then I go back to the hunter and select one of the stings, then I go back to the uh, warlock and send out, like, the wand so that it's an auto thing. So they're all doing something, but you're going back and forth. Neither one of them are on auto. So it's almost right. like you're taking advantage of the little bit of downtime between each character to go back and forth. So it's not like you're ever not playing one of them. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's easier with a, uh, a character like a hunter or, or a caster that might use a wand, though I find you know wands don't really do huge amounts of dps they're kind of a, a bit of a waste but certainly a hunter on auto shoot is uh, a, a classic example but even on a, on shaman you know, one of them's going to be in meleeing it's you know he's he's auto hitting and you know the you can be focused on that as much as you want and i, I actually use um healbot as a mod so if you're in a party it's it basically brings up a, a box on screen and, and you, you can see when the, the health's dropping on, on heal button. It's it, it's pretty good at populating left and right click with uh, appropriate healing spells. So all you need to do is, is switch over to your, to your other character and, and you click on the heal bot and it casts a spell. And yeah, the, the, the healing spell might be you know, a big one. So I generally wait until I'm actually quite low in health. I might get down to 20 or 30% um, because I know, you know I've, I've got the time. I know when the heal's coming. I can switch the other character, start a big heal. It's, it's a three-second cast. So then I'm back to my first character. I know I can, I've got three seconds to do things um, and spells to cast and more attacks to do before I... I can even go back to my other character and cast something. He's 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 casting for three seconds. So, and it just gets it's like anything. The, the more you do it, the, the more comfortable you, you become with it. So, I, th- I think if you're um, dual boxing, by the time you get to seventy, you'll you'll have all the confidence you need to be able to play them effectively. And as far as you're gonna have to support your lower characters if you're dual boxing, um, also. You're gonna have to pay, do the auction house. I've never ever had a character be um, totally self-sufficient without the auction house. Have you? Um, not never totally. No. Yeah. I mean, of course, I've never had a level seventy character, so I don't no. know. Maybe. Well, I mean, I, it once used like, to once be. Once you get to seventy, you then you're rich. <laughs> your seventy character could just be a sugar daddy. So I've uh, heard. So I've heard. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've. I seem to remember 
back when I was living my alliance turns that yeah every every three or four levels I'd be in the auction house looking for upgrades for all my gear and and buying ahead so I'd I'd, I'd bid on something that was a, a level or two ahead and and uh, you know by the time I I won or lost that bid you know I'd have a, a bunch of stuff in my mail that that I, that I could upgrade to. What I've been finding you know, over the last over the last year or so, and and maybe it's just because I'm multi-boxing, the the gear really doesn't matter as much. I'm just having to buy you know, one or two items rather than a whole set. I'm just running on on quest rewards mainly, and and you know I'll look, I'll go, oh look, you know I haven't got a belt as a quest reward for for uh, ten levels. You know I'm running one that's fifteen levels behind. I'll I'll go and buy a new belt, and that and that's basically it. But in yeah, terms of yeah, so in, in terms of having to sustain your characters, like we said earlier in the podcast, you're leveling too fast to be able to keep up with with gathering professions. So I'm, I'm not quite sure what professions you've got in your paladin, um, but uh, I would suggest on your on your shamans, um, skinning, leatherworking would, would be a, a good one. Skinning's easy to keep up. Uh, leatherworking obviously goes with that. And on your second one, yeah, make it something that's not a gathering profession. Enchanting's probably good. Um, you, you've got a seventy, so you've got something that can make money with daily. So it, it's time to to have an enchanter and you know, be able to to de all those quest items, the quest rewards that that uh, you're not going to use. Yeah, don't be vendoring them. You know, just uh, de them and sell the shards. You'd yep. be amazed at how much money you can make off of that. And sure. as far as automation, I don't really do a lot of automatic stuff because you're going to find yourself in a situation where you go to press something automatic and something else happens and you're stuck. All that, that guy with the five mages, that's, I don't think that's a unique situation and I don't think that happens in actual play. There are a number of people that, that do that successfully. And it's really about you know what you enjoy doing. I I tried it and I just didn't find that I enjoyed driving both characters um, simultaneously you know, using key clones. So you know the software is called Key Clones. If you if you want to go and buy it, you can make it so that your key strokes on your, on your first window get sent through to your second window, and you can set it up that you're, you're driving them both automatically. Uh, it works a lot more efficiently, of course, if they're both the same tree. So you might both be uh, DPS spec, and uh, you know, you're both going in and, and doing an attacks. But then you don't, then you don't have the benefits of a of a healer standing back and being able to heal when you when you get into trouble. So it's just what you like playing. Try them both. See how you go. And most of all, remember it is a game. You're supposed to have fun. Yeah. That's I'm it. having fun. Gosh, I'm having so much fun. I, You're having too much fun. I think I am. I think that I'm in, I'm in endorphin overload and just releasing so many. All right, so our second email is from our friend Comish, which, who happens to be JG, which I didn't know. And JG, uh, uh, or did you know that? No, I never I picked that up. Yeah, and so Comish has started a blog and his blog is at www which i don't even think you need to do www anymore uh, you can just do oh. what, what, what i hate is uh 
Uh, and they do it mostly on the radio. Dub, dub, dub. Yeah, I hate that too. Like, oh, don't. So Just it's like, wocraft.wordpress.com. That's W-O-A-H-C-R-A-F-T dot wordpress.com. And he started up a, a blog, and it's mostly about his uh, refer a friend uh, progress. And he has uh, been an early adopter. And he's, first he writes um, that, uh, hey guys, JG again, sorry I keep forgetting to sign my emails, Comish, but I just wanted to submit to you guys my refer for an experience. I went ahead and did it on my attempt at a blog, and um, he sent, sent us the uh, copy of the blog. So, um Thanks again for a great show. And in the blog, he talks about, uh, I'm going to read the first paragraph, and you can go over and read the rest of it, and then I'll just do some highlights about it. He says, the podcast, Control Alt Wow, is a great podcast hosted by Aprilian and Ashale, talking about alts and people who love making alts. They have been having a few discussions about the Refer Friends system and its benefits to dual boxers everywhere. And the most recent episode, they asked for people to send in their opinions and thoughts on the system as well as their experience. Here's my submission. <clears throat> I was an early edition of the RAF system. I recruited myself within a week of the release of the system. I am a person who finds fun in this game and learning class mechanics. However, as many people who play the game, my time is limited. I am really rarely able to play my main to the extent that many people do. So alts are always kind of a shot in the dark as to whether or not I'll get them to the cap. I am not a person who had a maxed out character pre-BC, where while I did play pre-BC a considerable amount of time, I did not max out a character until the release of Burning Crusade. Okay, so back to the refer friend system. I, as I said, I was an early adopter. And I did it solely for the purpose of being able to play other characters. <clears throat> the system is amazing, almost to the point where I feel I'm hacking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are. That's why it feels that way. The experience gains are amazing, of course. Triple experience seems almost as if it is too much. But in my opinion, it is the perfect amount. The Zebra... Mount is meh. He uses the M-E-H word. <laughs> I have it on my Warlock because I love mounts in the game, but the Zebra just seems to be a bit out of place in World of Warcraft. Well, I have to, to, to interject there. Well, they do wander around the Barrens, don't they? Yeah, but that's... Yeah. Shit. It's, it's, yeah. Is the Barrens the only place that's the only other place where there's giraffes as well? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Maybe it's the fact that I'm a Warlock, but it just doesn't seem to click with the rest of the world. It would have been a fit better if I if it had given us a modified version of one of the amounts in the game. Say maybe an option to have a tiger for the horde or a kodo for the alliance. Mm. Now, yeah, I, don't think, I don't think, a, I don't think a, a warlock on a Zephyr all goes that well. Maybe a, maybe a hunter or... But uh, yeah, <laughs> a, just, that doesn't seem right. Having yeah. a warlock ride a zebra. Well, he goes on to talk about his different experiences with different combinations. And um, you can go and read about this. The one thing I wanted to talk about, though, was that he talks about uh, his experience with um, running 
instances. And while I kind of touched on what I did in instances, he kind of does uh, a nice roundup of the different levels. Yep. Uh, and he, you know, he says questing one through eight. Uh, he did Rage Fire Chasm eight through sixteen, which is yep. kind of neat. You can actually keep running. Instances. You can level. Yes, basically, what he's saying, you can you can level your pair all the way just by doing instances. Yeah, and it's it's a really neat little thing he's got going. So if you're interested, go over to his uh, blog. Definitely worth a read. It yeah, it yep. is. And um, I'm going to just read the last couple of paragraphs where he says, I must say I respect you, Apollyon and Ashea, very much. After two pairs of characters being multi-boxed and often triple-boxed, um, my friend managed to run myself through the instance. I can honestly say that I am so tired of triple-boxing <laughs> that I don't want to do another major multi-boxing anymore. While I continue to play World of Warcraft. For me, it was a really a draining experience. I really enjoy my classes, but I don't think I want to play them together anymore. For this reason, I am transferring my warrior off my second account to my first, leaving my major on my second account. I have zero interest in playing her at all. Wow. And letting my second account just running out. Mm. I plan on granting my last 24 or so levels to a possible twink. twink and that will be the end of my RAF experience. <laughs> I'm near that end soon. My rogue is 56, and my friend will be hitting 58 today, and I'm heading into Outland, in which case I'm done with this system. Farewell, recruiter friend, and thanks for all you've done. Control Alt Wow, I hope this helps you guys. Thanks for a great podcast. Thank you, Gomish. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the other danger, of course, that um, the burnout. Is people um, playing so intensely and, and leveling so fast, and and you know, uh, really getting um, so much more out of the out of the game, and, and finding themselves actually playing a lot more uh, again, like they used to. Uh, I think it is it's going to create some burnout as well. Yeah, um, I think it will. I think it, I think it will also give some of us a. a a side that we won't get to see otherwise, though. Yeah. I think it'll have different effects on different people. Um, I have yet to... Who knows? Maybe I will reach the burnout side. But I'm looking forward to... Um, to experiencing some of that mid-level content that I haven't had to really enjoy. And and seeing it on different characters. I'm dying... Not dying, but I'm, I can't wait to see what... Um, what is it going to be like when I get to ZF... Or an Angora crater, and I haven't really experienced Silthius the way I really want to. Mm-hmm. And to be able to do this with my mage and with my warlock combination, my warlock warrior, and uh, I think it's going to be great. And I'll probably be able to do all that next week. <laughs> 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 and I'll probably be in Outland by next episode. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'll have the pre-burning crusade and, and outlands in, uh, compressed in a three-week period. <laughs> no, you, you'll, uh, what you'll do is you'll log in and you'll go and get some of these midsummer ground flower fireworks and you'll spend the entire week just setting off the fireworks and going, ooh, oh, shiny. Shiny, yes. Because <laughs> they really are quite cool. 
So, okay, guys, are you still out there doing refer a friend? Have you gotten burned out? Are you, uh, do you have any tips or hints? Uh, have we got it right? Have we got it wrong? Uh, how, how can you let us know about that? You can write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com. That's C-T-R-L-A-L-T at gmail.com. Oops, did I leave out the wow? C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W at gmail.com. You can also uh, call us on our Skype line at C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W. You can comment at our blog at C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W.com. And you can comment on us at our, on iTunes. And I think that's about it. You can dig us. Yep. So, from RAF Central in World of Warcraft, this is Aprilian for the Horde. And this is a show for the Horde. It's been real. May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace.